Good day. Welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and tonight I'm back in focus with God Spoke to Me, part two. I'm not giving this up, y'all. This, the music I'm listening to, tonight I'm listening to three of the best guitar players that the majority of the planet has ever seen or ever heard. And I say that because there might be some people we've never heard before. But these guys, this is Carlos Santana. Carlos Devadib Santana with Michelle Branch from Smooth. The song is The Game of Love. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm back with this because firstly, I wasn't finished. And I really want to know the process of anybody, not just people that study religion or have congregations, but anybody's process for speaking to God or God speaking to you. And I got a couple triggers that went off this week. One is that androtic vice president we have who goes, who's, who won't be in a meeting, from what I understand, with a woman unless his wife is present or some bullshit like that. How weak is that? But he's supposed to be a, well, in his eyes, he is a very devout Christian man. Okay. So you go to a immigrant camp that holds maybe 20 times the number of people it's supposed to hold. The smell, from what I understand, hits you before anything else does. And you come away with that saying that, for the most part, nothing needs to be done right away. That's your faith. And partly, all of the... I remember a scene in the White House after 45 was elected where all of the great number of evangelical leaders were there. And they prayed with 45. And they put their hands on him. And that's another piece of bullshit I'm going to get to. But they put your hands on him. And that was two years and 2,000 insults and indiscretions ago that this man has committed while in office. Regardless of the ones he committed before he was in office, I guess he got absolved for that. You, you know, we were all absolved for our sins, correct? But with all of the shit that he, is, he has stirred in a pot of cruelness over the last couple of years, I haven't heard an evangelical leader publicly, and they have the forums to do this publicly, denounce anything outright that he said or done. But you believe in the same God I do. You might dress him differently, but it's one God. But you don't see anything wrong enough with how he treats the masses to denounce him. Okay, that's one side of it. Here's the other thing. Triggers, like I said. I got triggered by a word this week, and I hate this fucking word. I don't hate the animal it besto- it's bestowed upon. Just the way we use the word. No, it's not, nigga. 
nigga is just a word, can be a term of endearment. I was with a cab driver in Philadelphia, a Uber driver in Philadelphia this week, and um, white Uber driver, and we just talked about it. It's a term of endearment. The word I'm talking about is sheep. S-H-E-E-P, sheep. This is also Carlos Santana from uh, the festival album. It's called Reach Up. Hey, I'm talking, and, and I'm, look, I'm not trying to disparage or, 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 or down anybody or throw shade on anything. I'm giving my opinion, and I want to start a conversation. Okay? I'm speaking on what it is. The Webster's definition for the word sheep is a domesticated animal that's value comes in its flesh and its wool. It also says it's a um, it's docile people who can be easily led. Okay? So, domesticated animal used for its flesh or uh, and, and I've and got this, this is not me, I'm getting this from Webster's. And uh, it's a domesticated animal used for its flesh and wool, and a timid, docile person, easily influenced or led. I heard, or oh, I read a title of a sermon recently that said, Sheep that can hurt its shepherd. Um... So to be a shepherd, you have to have a flock, correct? If your sheep, these docile creatures who are easily led and, and influenced, how are they going to hurt you? But I'm going to go back to something else. I thought we were all created equally. Now, yes, certain of us have different gifts. We all have different gifts. But for me... You see yourself as a shepherd and you preside over your sheep. You one condescending person and you automatically saying that you're better than me. There's things that you have to get for me. There's places you have to lead me to that maybe I couldn't get to if you, my shepherd, weren't there. Hey. That might be true for some people. That might be the way it works for some people. I don't like the mass connotations it, it, it lends for me. Now listen, I'm talking church, but this could be politics. Um, you heard 45 the other day and his sheep, the 35%, they're sheep, they're sheep too. They're easily being influenced and led by their shepherd. So, we're supposed to automatically assume that all shepherds have good intentions. And we know that's not true. We know that's not true. But if you want to assume and and believe what you believe then what's your role? Who are you? I've never been a shepherd of a flock, but I'd be damned if I've never been a sheep 
So you can't buy into one side without buying into the other side. And if you consider yourself a sheep, cool. Bye. Take care of your business. Let's just call it what it is. Okay? Let's just call it what it is. Um, what are you reaching for? Are you reaching together? Are you trying to get to the next level together? Or do you have to buy into everything this shepherd says? And again, let's talk about shepherds of all types and all walks of life. You're buying into their education. You're buying into their, I don't know, magical powers. You're buying into something because you want to. Because you may feel like you need to. Because you might think that this shepherd has been endowed by our creator to take you there. Okay? I got a couple other questions I want to ask you. Um, I believe we're all given the same set of emotions as humans. We're all given the same set. You know, jealousy, love, hate. We're all given the same set of emotions. Um, and we're all human. So, why do, does it seem like to me that we're asked to do inhuman things? I'm going to explain that. This is the greatest Stevie Wonder album ever to me. It's called Talking Book. The song is Looking for Another Pure Love with the greatest guitar player on the planet. Jeff Beck um, Okay here's what I'm saying I often wondered About The church As far as Catholics And monasteries And all that go Where you're asking Monks and nuns And certain people To abstain From Sexual activity And I don't know enough About the Bible To know if that Was a direct Request from God I just know that This is the lifestyle That they're asked to lead And live And one thing struck me What's the purpose of that? How do you counsel If you have emotions How do you counsel on emotions People come to you with If you had those same emotions And you never Or you abstain from using them What makes you wise In that field? If that's the way it is. The other thing is that when you pass, when you die, if you have no heirs, no children, your resources, where do they go? That's a simple answer and it's a simple question. They go to the church. Does that have anything to do? I'm asking the question. Does that have anything to do with asking me as a monk or you as a nun to abstain from reproducing? I'm just asking. See, I believe too many times we're expected to accept answers, but we never ask the questions. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to be ignorant. I don't think I am. And you telling me I'm ignorant is not answering my question. Now, I'm not saying anybody is, but I'm just saying I want to have the conversations. If everything we're talking about is built with a foundation of love, it can't hurt me. 
It can't. It's not going to hurt me. We should be able. It should not challenge you or irritate you or insult anyone to have a conversation about what you believe in. Just like you can have it in religion, you can have it in politics. You can, you can interact with people that you know, and then, but when it gets to politics, the conversation might change. But again, the same thing is, you should be able to talk to me without doing the whataboutism thing, you know, without bringing up something else. Give me an answer to the question I'm asking. I'll give you answers to any question you ask of me. I want the same from you. Looking for another pure love. God is love. That's the pure love. What are we looking for? What are we really looking for? I just want to know. I know what I was looking for. I was looking for a comfort in an environment that was positive and nurturing. I wasn't looking for somebody to lead me to some place that he's never been or she's never been. It also kind of gets to me when I remember things like uh, people, and I'm going back to church now, where people want to put their hands on you and there's holy water. Well, isn't it touched by a lot of people to get in the bottle? How's, you know, you have to, you only use it at certain times, but how is it made? How is it sold? Yeah. It reminds me of a joke a comedian once said about uh, men using cream to kind of enhance their male member. You know, you put this cream on your member and it's supposed to make it grow. Well, doesn't it, shouldn't it make your hands grow too? I'm just asking. <laughs> so, so the holy water is not touched until it's used, but it's got to be bottled and processed. Hey, you, call, you might think it's silly. I'm just being real. I'm just asking the question. I want to know the answers to. I think the more we start to get these answers, maybe people will come back to organized religions. Maybe not. Maybe it's the reason why I'm away. Again, I always see organized religions as a way to regulate and control the masses. Control your behavior. Want to have a part in your finances. Want to have a part in your personal life so they can help you. But, but that's assuming it may be falsely that you've got all the help you need. And as a shepherd, you're leading me and feeding me, but not feeding off of me. Again, we're all human. Someplace in the Bible it says something about man will disappoint. Okay? I think. This is the third guitar player. The three best guitar players on the planet that I've heard. This is Eric Clapton. Change the world. That's what we got to do. The Bible is an incredible book of stories. Taken from the word of God. Supposedly. Oh, taken from the word of God, okay? Is it taken directly? Is it paraphrased? How much of it is Mark or John or Luke or Moses? I don't know. How are these stories of 2,500 years ago or so more, how are they interpreted to help people or to educate people on life today? 
And if it's all about the story that's going to help, what's the influence of the storyteller? Are you a storyteller trying to enhance the story? Or are you a con man using the story for your own devices? You know, I, I'm saying that if all of these people who assume these roles were doing as good as what they say they are, we would be in a better place. These evangelists would have gone back, whether it's to the Oval Office or not, and denounced what's easily denounceable. Pick a day. There's been about 900 days of this presidency. Pick a day. They could have gone out any day and said, this is wrong. And they never have. The android. Pence will sit there and shake his head and go, well. <laughs> and he gives you that fake ass sincerity look. But he ain't said shit either. And what have we said every Sunday when we gather? Other than we make fun of 45 in a lot of black churches. Or we... Say it's uh, that shouldn't be done in a lot of other kinds of churches, but what have we done about it? How do we educate? Are we changing anything? God speaks to you. What's He really saying? What's He really saying to you? I want to know. Talk to me. This is the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper. You hit me up. Have a blessed day, everybody.